This is Radio Free Oz for Thursday, March 8th, 2012. No, I'm not Peter Bergman. He'd like to be here with you now, but he's still feeling a bit under the weather. Instead, he's passed the reins to me, Doc Technical, member of the Inner Oz team. And I'll be presenting a special version of the RFO podcast called Blast from the Past. Sorry, I got a little carried away with the reverb there. For this edition of the podcast, we're digging deep into the vaults, setting the Wayback Machine to the mid-90s, when Peter Bergman had an earlier incarnation of Radio Free Oz called RFO.net. We'll be presenting material from this site featuring the voices of Peter Bergman, Phil Proctor, David Osman, John Goodman, and a host of others. We apologize in advance for the scratchy quality of the audio in these recordings, They were recorded and encoded for the internet of the mid-90s, which was a bit slower than what we're used to today. So sit back, relax, and enjoy RFO.net, circa mid-90s. Hi, Pete here at the diner. Well, I hear that the Chinese government is clamping down on truth and advertising among the rapidly growing real estate development segment of their economy. In China, if you use the word tower in describing your latest building, it has to be so many stories high. And if the structure or complex has the word garden in it, then 25% of the development has to be set aside for gardens. It's just the reverse over here. A couple of blocks from me, someone has erected the Embassy Garden Tower Estates. What they really are is a sad conglomeration of stucco boxes. I couldn't find the embassy, let alone the ambassador. There wasn't any garden, and the only tower was this three-story elevator shaft. Maybe the Chinese have a good idea. Then again, what if this truth in advertising campaign catches on, and they have to turn the People's Republic into a People's Republic, instead of a top-down, one-party oligarchy? Whoever thought that real estate would set them free? Well, welfare reform is a hot issue in this election year. Politicians of all stripes are looking for a way to stem the tide of welfare babies. They know that growing up in poverty puts these kids at risk. Their solution is to end the Aid to Dependent Children's program, which, if you look at it, is a relatively cheap deal that costs the same as building seven of those Cold War beauties, the stealthy B-2 bomber. To me, the solution is obvious. Load up those B-2 bombers on a daily basis with all the new welfare babies and stealth them into wealthy neighborhoods across the country where they can grow to lead healthy, normal, crime-free lives. Catch you next time on Pete's Digital Diner. Thanks for the click. Hello, I'm Hal Stark, prisoner of the 20th century. When I was a kid, it was easy to understand what wasn't good for me, like running with a pointed stick and picking scabs. But later in my teens, someone told my parents to tell me it was bad to read certain comic books and eat maraschino cherries. Why? Because of the Red Scare, number one, and Red Dye, number two. Commies killed the comics, and cancer killed the Shirley Temple. Not the Shirley Temple, but the drink. Then they told me other things were bad, like my favorite cereals, even bacon and eggs, deep-fried foods, grilled foods, even the all-American barbecue. Then, all red meat. Cigarettes, of course, and coffee. And today they tell me anything I do can be bad for me if I do too much of it. And if I like doing too much of anything, I'm an addict. Well, I don't do anything I like anymore, except complain. I'm Hal Stark, prisoner of the 20th century. The government reports that guns are now the second leading cause of premature death in America, just behind AIDS. So remember, if you're having unprotected sex, don't use a gun.
The level of trust in America is declining rapidly. In 1960, 58% felt most people could be trusted. By 1993, that number fell to 37%. Of course, that's if you can trust those figures. This is Proctor and Bergman in Washington, B.C., talking with vice presidential candidate George Leroy Tirebiter. Oh, that's me. Yes, it is. Are you affiliated with any particular party? I don't perform affiliated. What did you say? I say, are you affiliated with any particular affiliated party? Affiliated with any particular party? Yes. Yes, well, I like the ones that, you know, go on all night and... Well, there's lots of ice. I see. It's the kind I like. Uh, Mr. Tirebiter, yes. to be serious for just a moment, time's up. No. <laughs> You're too fast for me, bucko. Do you really think that you could that seriously... That was a zinger. Do you really think that you could seriously beat Dan Quayle? Yeah, with a stick. I certainly could beat Dan Quayle. Are you kidding? There isn't a sensible person in this country. There aren't even any insane people in this country who would vote for Dan Quayle. Do you realize if Dan Quayle were actually running for vice president on his own hoof, so to speak, with his own ticket in his mouth, you know, who'd vote for him? They'd all vote for me. I'm a good time Charlie. What does he know? But, Charlie, you look like you've been around a lot longer than Dan. I mean, Danny's a young-looking, vital young man, and you, uh, if I may say I've so... Had his any affairs as anyone who's running for office this year. Well, I can believe that. You yes. have a very mature look about you. You know, the vice president mm -hmm. is always like the lesser of the of the offices. I mean, basically, the vice president doesn't have much to do. Why are you running for this particular office? Well, I'll tell you. I, I believe in vice. I mean, I believe in the office of the vice presidency. Yes. I, I believe that there has to be someone who is uh, behind the president in case he should fall over, uh, break his nose, you know, or break his glasses or anything well, serious. Up on somebody's oh, please. Well, no, but that is what I'm talking about. Obviously, uh, the American people need someone they can trust, they can have confidence in, and uh, uh, that they know will show them a good time once the president, you know. Well, thank you very much, Vice Presidential Candidate George Leroy Tirebiter. Thank you, Mr. B uh, Proctor and Bergman. Proctor and Bergman, thank you. Greetings. This is Max Midas with the Midas Touch. It used to be that a guy could eat whatever he wanted and not have to worry about the consequences. Who cared if you developed a gut that hung out over your pants? It meant you were a man and you knew how to eat like one. Now if your stomach hangs out, none of the girls will hang out with you. So, you switch to a high-protein, high-fiber diet like beans and rice. You get the girls, but you also get gas. And that means you're going to lose the girls again. So, I've developed a product that will let you pass that gas while you enhance your modern, with-it image. It's the butt filter. Just insert this little device and the next time nature calls, it sounds like this. You're being paged. And boom, you're out of the room before it hits them. And when you hit the pavement, reset the filter to street and you'll be making this kind of music. Watch those heads turn every time you toot. This is Max Midas with the Midas Touch. Uh-oh, gotta go. So long. The government has approved the new drug for the prevention of bone loss in older women. I realize when you get older, you tend to forget things, like your keys, but losing your bones? Come on! The number of Americans living in poverty has recently dropped, and Republicans are attributing that drop to cuts in welfare. Now they're hoping that by cutting Medicaid, they'll be able to reduce the number of the elderly. Hi! 
It's up on the rack with Ed. And Jack. And we're talking cars. Hey, Jack, I read in the paper that was under my oil pan this morning that the government said we're officially in a recession. Oh, boy, that's right, Ed. And that's why it's more important than ever to fix your car at home. But a lot of folks don't have a complete working garage in their living room like we do, Jack. <laughs> Maybe so. But most of what you need to keep that car in tip-top shape is right here in the house. Right. Let's say the engine starts banging. You say, uh-oh, a $600 valve job. Well, good news. A 60-cent box of oatmeal and a couple of bottles of maple syrup poured in the crankcase will make your car wake up in the morning running sweet and smooth. And here's another tip. You don't have to take the air out of your savings to fix those flat tires. Fill the radials with all-purpose flour, add some baking soda, two tablespoons of water, and it's a piece of cake. This is Ed. And this is Jack. And we'll be back. Up on the rack. Yes, of course, I'm Dot Duncan. You may remember my performance in the great Warner Brothers hit film, Farther Than Tomorrow, with Brian Hearn. Or was it Brian Dunleavy? Oh, I don't know, it was one of those Brians with a mustache. It was a lovely film that Jack Warner insisted that I do for him. He said it needed my own special vulnerability. I'd cry my eyes out during the take, and then when they'd call cut, We'd all laugh and laugh. <laughs> and then we'd race up Benedict Canyon to Lana's house and play charades with Don DeFore and Charlie Farrell, Marie Wilson, Whit Bissell. Oh, such a crowd. We'd laugh and laugh. Lana always served her tuna casserole. It was awful, but we pretended it was delicious. Behind her back, Percy Kilbride would make gagging faces. <laughs> and we all laughed and laughed. Oh. Jack Hatchet here, in a case I call Don't Move or I'll Break Your 20. Oh, oh, oh detective. Mm. Oh, here? Now? In the car? Oh, oh, at first I was so fearful. Yeah. Oh, you're so attentive. Yeah, well, they say attention must be paid. Oh, in advance, or you don't get anything. And now I've got you right where I want you. Huh? Where? To where I was just about to close you on a sale of Equidos. This healing remedy consists of 18 Asian herbs, spices, and nutrients. Just a small investment to pay for so many... Hi! What I thought was polymorphous sex turned out to be multi-level marketing. And I'm left searching for answers without a clue. Again. I'm a detective in Dogtown's full of false starts and wrong turns. I got the Yugo all the way into second and headed downtown to the Calamari District. The Suvlaki Building. Offices of CCM. Celebrity Crisis Management. I hate the place. A SWAT team full of celebrity dicks. I get sent out to deal with actors. More trouble than they're worth. And they're worth a lot. I stepped into the office of Agent Able to do so. That's to do so. Easy for you to say. Hey, short ribs. <laughs> You're always ribbing me, Jack. Recognize the photo? Could be anybody. This is audio only, you know. Yeah, whatever. But he's gonna make your life a virtual hell. So what else is new? Cheap cliffhanger or real plot twist? Find out next time on Jack Hatchet, Dick in Dogtown. Keep your trail hot at a bookmark now. 
New research shows that cigarette smokers have a 68% higher risk of impotence. Now we know why people smoke after sex. The Journal of the American Medical Association says that a third of all drug complications in hospitals are due to errors. I guess that means that the other two-thirds were intentional. Hi, I'm Hal Stark, prisoner of the 20th century. I just threw away $200 worth of perfectly good batteries because the battery in my battery tester had gone bad. And now I've got a drawer full of useless radios, calculators, watches, and flashlights that mock me. I can't get in my car because it's got a dead battery-operated lock, but that doesn't matter because the eye on the battery-operated garage door opener isn't winking anymore. I call for help, but my remote answer phone won't recharge, and the last message I got was from my girlfriend saying she couldn't get through. I'm sitting here in the dark, clapping, but I guess the batteries on the sound-operated lights have given up the ghost. And to tell the truth, I'm not even sure I'm getting anything down at all on this portable tape recorder. This is Hal Stark, prisoner of the 20th century. Hello. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm Mrs. Marv Mendenhall, uh -huh. and I live in Venice, which is just outside Los Angeles. But then just about everything is. <laughs> well, my husband, Marv Sr., is a CPA with a company called TRW in El Segundo. Of a morning, I'll get Marv Sr. up and into his color-coded suits from pennies on sale. Very durable. You see, Marv Sr. is cursed with color blindness. Thus, I sew in tags that match up. Like children's animals. Uh-huh. He can dress himself now, and we're all very proud. So the morning, he'll stop his LTD at the 7-Eleven for a giant mug of coffee, and then jump on the 405 to TRW for a productive day of ruining people's credit ratings. Oh, dear. I was just about to give you a helpful household hand, <laughs> but I'm all out of time. Bye-bye now. Uh-huh. Floyd Dam here with George Tyabutter, natural surrealist party candidate for vice president. Yeah, Dam, I'm glad to be here. Thank you, sir. Mr. Tyabutter is here with one of his supporters, the George Burns of chimpanzees, Cheetah. Cheetah has been living for the last 20 years at Silverback Animal Actors Retirement Home in Tarzana. <laughs> yes, me too, Cheetah. <laughs> George. Yes. Please tell us about your plan to extend citizenship to all the great apes. Well, as you may perhaps know, uh, the great apes are genetically only 1% of DNA away from us human beings. Oh, and as Cheetah has just added, a Jane is only a Jane, but a good cigar is a heck of a smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, please. Well, the great apes, uh, that includes orangutans and the gorillas, as well as the chimpanzees, all support strong family values. They reject gorilla warfare and they favor lower taxes. Because it's, well, it's very hard to reach the high taxes when your knuckles are on the ground like most of us. Well, it's going to take a while for these reforms to kick in. So in the short run... How do you tell a two-ton gorilla that he can't vote? Well, sir, with great tact and uh, sign language. <laughs> this is Floyd Dam on the trail with Tirebiter. The Texas legislature has just passed a concealed weapons bill, but they can't find it. 
Scientists have discovered that diets high in saturated fat increase the risk of blindness by 80%. I wonder how many people are thinking, I'll just eat until I need glasses. A new report out says that 40% of the nation's fresh water is unsafe. To protect yourself, the next time you have a glass of water, pour about half of it out. Greetings, this is Max Midas with the Midas Touch. Hey, you don't need a wad of big bucks to be a big buck on date night. That's right, you can have the sweet smell of success for pennies by investing in my latest line of snooty scent perfumes. Smell like the rich from tip to toe, starting with my Silver Spoon Breath Fresheners. They come in three elite flavors, caviar, truffles, and champagne. Hey, you've just scarfed down a chili dog and a brewski, but your date will think you just stepped out of a trendy restaurant. Uh-oh, she wants you to slip out of your coat and relax. No sweat. Even if you have, you're protected with Max Midas's Rolls deodorant. Even though you just parked your Yugo around the corner, you smell like a brand new Rolls Royce. Now it's time to get comfy. No problem. Kick off your shoes and really sock it to her with a whiff of my Gucci loafer foot spray. Remember, with Max Midas's snooty scents, she'll never smell a rat. This is Max Midas with a Midas touch. Bonjour and welcome to French Highbrow Radio. I'm your host, Jacques Our guest is French intellectual du jour, Claude Claude, reading an excerpt from her controversial new book, Mon Nouveau Book Controversial. Welcome, Claude. Thank you. I wrote this book after making love to my avian delivery man. I was in such agony as he stood me on my head like a 10-liter dispenser bottle. Shall I read an excerpt? Yes, please. There are only two types of men. Eh? Men who cause me yes and yes of pain. And two, men who are not ready to make that commitment. Ah, would you say that you have actual ideas or simply an attitude? Psst, is this you call a question? Uh, no, more an attitude. This is Jacques for French Highbrow Radio. That's it for this edition of Radio Free Oz, Blast from the Past. This is Doc Technical with my trusty cat, Surratt. Say goodbye, Surratt. And goodbye from Radio Free Oz.